Welcome to the Wander Learn Podcast. I'm your host, France Tapon. In this episode, I will be reviewing the Bitcoin stock to flow model after the one year anniversary of the video that I made where I critiqued the eight reasons why I saw flaws in the model and why it would ultimately be doomed to fail. So here we are one year later. It's May 11th, 2021. The Bitcoin halving was exactly one year ago today. And how has the stock to flow model done? Well, it's done great so far. Fabulously, everybody has been telling me, Francis, you're wrong. You see, the stock to flow model is super predictive. And to that, I simply say, this is the beginning of a marathon. And to declare the winner of a marathon after the first five kilometers, when the marathon lasts for 42 kilometers, is a bit too premature. So yes, it has been very predictive in the last year. So far, so good. And let's hope it continues. But this is a long race. And just like we shouldn't declare who's the winner of the 2024 election in the United States for the presidency, we should wait until after the election to declare the winner. We should also not declare whether or not the stock to flow model is right because it is not 2024. And 2024 is when the next halving will happen. And that's when it is supposed to hit $288,000. So there are two key milestones that the stock to flow model is supposed to have hit. Number one, in November of 2020, Plan B, the author of the stock to flow model, said that Bitcoin would hit a price of $100,000 in 2021. So far, it has not hit $100,000 in 2021. But I'm not gloating because the year is not over. It might very well hit $100,000 in the year 2021. And let's wait until January 2022, whether or not I should say, well, you see, it never hit the $100,000 predicted price that Plan B made. Second of all, and more importantly, it is supposed to hit $288,000 in 2024. I'm looking at my calendar here. It says that we're still in 2021, so and the price is under $288,000. So until those milestones are crossed, saying that the stock-to-flow model is right or wrong is premature. And so let's hold our judgment. This is a long, long prediction. And so saying it's all over case close is premature. So keep the cork on top of the champagne bottle for now. The second thing that was a misunderstanding when people heard my video or views on the stock to flow model is that they interpreted me as being a Bitcoin bear. One of these no coiners, somebody who says, oh no, Bitcoin's going to zero. Hang on. I'm a huge fan of Bitcoin. I have been, I first bought Bitcoin when it was $250. I have been banging on the Bitcoin drum hard since December of 2018, telling people to buy it when the price was around $3,500. I love Bitcoin. I want Bitcoin to succeed. And I completely believe that Bitcoin will be worth over a million dollars a coin in the next decade or two or three. It's going to happen. I am very confident that that's going to happen with Bitcoin. So I am a big Bitcoin bull. I also think in the 2020s, it will be one of the best performing assets. It certainly was the best performing asset in 2010s, in that decade. I think it's going to be a fantastic asset for the 2020s. 
John McAfee made a prediction that he would eat his dick if Bitcoin didn't hit a million dollars at the end of 2020. Well, at the end of 2020, Bitcoin didn't hit a million dollars, and I think John McAfee still has his dick. But the point is, is that even if I made that prediction today or somebody says, you know what, I think Bitcoin's going to hit a million dollars by the end of 2021. A lot of people would say, you know what, I don't think so. I think that's a bit too bullish. And the person says, what do you mean it's not going to hit a million dollars in 2021? You're a Bitcoin bear. You think it's going to go to zero. You're like, dude, relax, chill. I just don't think it's going to go to a million dollars that fast in the next six months. That's all. I think it'll go to a million dollars at one point. And that's how I feel with the stock to flow model. I just think it's a bit too bullish. And so we all have a limit. We all have a belief of when something gets too bullish. But just because we're, we think that's a little bit too extreme doesn't mean that we're against the investment. The other thing about the stock to flow model that is pertinent is that it has a wide range of price possibilities in it. It's incredible. Just to illustrate that, if the price of Bitcoin, which in May 11th, 2021, is around $55,000, $60,000, if that price goes nowhere over the next three years, if it just flatlines, the stock to flow model will still be technically correct. And that may surprise you because you say, well, wait a second, didn't plan B say it was going to be $288,000 by 2024? What are you saying? That it could be $50,000 and it will still be correct? Well, if you look closely at this Dr. Flow model, it has a wide range of prices that are allowable, a massive standard deviation, two standard deviations. Plan B has set up such a big, broad target that it's almost impossible for Bitcoin not to hit that target. If the price of Bitcoin were $100,000 in the year 2024, a lot of people would say it fell dramatically short of its expectations and certainly less than $100,000 in 2024. I think a lot of people would be disappointed with it, even though technically it is still in the range of acceptable deviation from the center line of the stock to flow model. Dan Held, who is a longtime Bitcoiner who works at Kraken at the moment, he has popularized this notion that there is going to be a Bitcoin super cycle. And in some ways, you could argue that the super cycle concept is even more bullish than the stock to flow model. It posits that we are going to get escape velocity with all these banks, institutions, hedge funds, sovereign wealth funds from different countries and treasuries of different countries, potentially also investing in Bitcoin. Like if Saudi Arabia or Iran decides to put some money behind it, the actual governments, all these things will create what's called a super cycle. This idea that it will break this standard four-year cycle that Bitcoin has shown of having, and instead will just launch off into the stratosphere for a, a good long while before eventually kind of stabilizing. The idea that this time is different is probably not true. And in fact, it's that this time is different concept that I think a lot of Bitcoiners kind of don't get. And that's the rub I have. Because what you often see in these very hyper bullish Bitcoin analysts is that they look at the upside as far as a percentage of the last two cycles. And they say, wow, 
between this month and this month, Bitcoin went up a thousand percent. And on the other cycle, it went up 800%. So therefore it's gonna go up 900% this cycle. That's where I find that this exuberance, the super high expectations is going to lead to disappointment because I don't think this time is different. Every commodity asset has a boom and bust cycle. Nothing ever escapes it. So even a high flying stock like Tesla or Amazon had periods of time of consolidation of decline. I think it's too easy to just think that things will go on forever, that we're gonna break the trend and have some super cycle. That same kind of mania hit the real estate market in 2007, when a lot of people thought it was just gonna keep going up forever. And then all of a sudden 2008 came along and ruined the party. Uh, same thing with certain commodities, whether it be the price of petroleum or the price of gold. Sometimes people think it's gonna go up forever and other people think it's gonna go down forever. It's gonna to go to zero, it's gonna become worthless. Things do in fact go in cycles, but the cycles don't repeat in such a precise lockstep pattern, especially when the Bitcoin price appreciated so dramatically when it was small, when its market capitalization was $100 million, it was a lot easier for it to go up 10 times than when the market capitalization is $1 trillion. And that's why the number one reason that the stock-to-flow model would fail is that this never-ending doubling that's, that it predicts happening, it can't sustain that. Just in the same way that Walmart, Amazon, Google, Facebook, could not sustain the exponential growth that it were they were having in their early days. And eventually it hits an S-curve where things start to slow down and, and the growth starts to slow down. So I think a lot of people do agree with that, but some of the Bitcoin bulls say, yeah, 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 we'll get there, but that's gonna happen in the year 2050 or something like that. I don't think so. I think we're gonna be hitting that much sooner and that is gonna happen in this decade where things are gonna really slow down and that's why the stock to flow model will break. And that is the number one reason why I think it's gonna break down. The second reason that I listed was the powers that be will impede its growth. Again, not stop Bitcoin, you can ban, you can try to ban Bitcoin, but it's really not gonna be successful. What the authorities can do is really try to regulate it, really try to tax it, really try to do a lot of know your customer and do all sorts of other types of things that will slow down the growth. These regulations could slow down Bitcoin quite dramatically. And I think the number one way that the powers that be will slow down Bitcoin will be by taxing its energy use, because I think that's just too much of a low hanging fruit. It's too juicy of a target for governments to ignore. And it's a very popular target because we're trying to stop global warming. And meanwhile, we've got this machine generating a lot of CO2 in the air. And yes, I know that there's studies that show that roughly half to 70% of Bitcoin's power generation is renewable energy. I understand that. But ultimately, as Bitcoin continues to grow up and get bigger and bigger until it gets to be a half a million dollars or more, its energy consumption will go up dramatically because that energy is what we need in order to secure the network. If we want to spend the same amount of energy to secure it when it's at a million dollars, it's not going to be as secure. So we need to spend more energy in order to keep it secure. And that is the way Bitcoin works. And that is also a reason why the governments are going to really make that one of the big fighting points against Bitcoin. And that will not stop Bitcoin, but it will 
slow it down. And the third reason I mentioned is that it just assumes that demand will increase exponentially. This episode is sponsored by Rerouted, which is creating a trusted online marketplace to revolutionize the used outdoor gear industry. This allows you to create your own adventure. You know, buying outdoor gear is super expensive and Rerouted is allowing you to do it in a sustainable and inexpensive way. For those who are buying gears, it's great because you're doing something that is environmentally responsible. You're recycling, reusing material and gear. You're also able to get it at an affordable price. So that's the win for those who are buyers. What about for the sellers? Well, you can donate to charity and you can have 50% of the sale price go to your favorite charity. And also it's a great way just to get rid of stuff that's been accumulating in your closet and not put it into a landfill. It's a great alternative. So how do you get involved? Whether you're a buyer or a seller, you go to rerouted.co. Again, that's rerouted.co. Although I rarely say it explicitly, the frequent message of the WanderLearn podcast is to disrupt your life. Usually, I encourage you to shake it up with travel, especially to places outside your comfort zone. However, there's another way to give yourself a boost. Join the Restoration Depot. The RestorationDepot.com is a convenient and affordable online meeting place where you can rejuvenate your health and wellness online. Log in to your favorite classes like yoga, tai chi, essential oils, music, and many more. Check out all the options at therestorationdepot.com and try your first class for only $5 by selecting the first class special at checkout. Also, when you visit the Restoration Depot for the first time, take advantage of the pop-up where you can enter a drawing to win a wild orange essential oil. And in week two of this May 2021 promotion, the highlighted classes are yoga, tai chi, and mindful meditation. Head to therestorationdepot.com. Two important things happened after I did my video. Number one was that Plan B came out with a prediction that it would hit $100,000 in 2021. That still hasn't happened. He did that prediction in November of 2020. So we'll sit back and watch and see if that happens. I hope it does. The other thing he did after I did my video is to block me on Twitter. And this is something that I found disappointing because I have the utmost respect for Plan B and for his analysis and for the insight that he's brought by talking about the stock to flow model. Because in many ways, it is a very valuable thing to consider. It's the fact that the supply is diminishing so dramatically, especially convert, uh, versus the stock. And to use it compared to gold's stock to flow, that is a useful argument to explain to newbies and novices why Bitcoin is such a promising asset because its stock to flow is so high and is going to be much higher than gold very soon in, in this dec by the end of this decade. It will be dramatically more than gold. And so that is a promising thing. And so in that sense, I think I salute him and I celebrate him. And it's unfortunate that as respectful as I am trying to critique his model, that he has, it seems, kind of a almost a religious fervor that anybody who dares to question his model is banned and he's banned multiple people and to me that doesn't show much confidence if 
the best way that you can counter argue somebody is to simply cut off the communication. I don't understand. That's fine and understandable if somebody's yelling insults at you and and being a, a complete dick. But I don't think I'm that way. And I was just pointing out some things that I felt were flawed in the model. But I sent one tweet to him. I said, hey, check out the model. And before I had a chance to hear anything from him or, or follow up, he just said, nope, ban. So I think that's intellectually underwhelming, I suppose, that you can't face up to your own model and defend it when you're being critiqued. And I could understand if my criticisms were completely outlandish, but given the fact that my video has been watched thousands and thousands of times and the article has been shared with thousands of times and viewed tens or hundred thousand times, I think it struck a chord with many people, not necessarily saying, Francis, yeah, you're right, because so far I haven't been proven right. In fact, nobody has been proven right because it's not the end of 2021, nor is it the end of 2024. And those are the two key milestones we need to hit in order for us to be truly convinced that so far the stock to flow model is right. Hallelujah. I will be the first person to pop the champagne in 2024 or whenever it hits the $288,000 mark. I will be thrilled. I think that time will come much later, perhaps not even in this decade, but I really hope I'm wrong. If anybody benefits from being wrong, it will be me. <laughs> so don't misunderstand my skepticism with believing that I am anti-Bitcoin. I am not. But I do think that a lot of people are going to get surprised by what Bitcoin does, because guess what? Almost everybody is always surprised by what Bitcoin does. <laughs> Very few people actually predict it right. Now, every year I give a Bitcoin price prediction. So at the end of the year, I predict what the end of the next year's price will be. And I did that this year. I said it will close at $40,000 at the end of 2021. Now, a lot of people are listening to that prediction and saying, huh, laughing their asses off saying that's <laughs> that's laughable, Francis, because we're already well over $40,000 in Bitcoin. Right. And they're all saying you're wrong. And they're saying, look, it's followed the stock to flow model and you're wrong. And I always want to say, like, have you ever lived through a bear market in Bitcoin? <laughs> have you ever noticed that every so often, every three years, so far, at least three times, it's gone down nearly 90%. And therefore, it's possible that once again, Bitcoin will drop 90%. And people say, no, 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 this time is different. But is this time different? That's the key question. In some ways, yes, it is different. Nowadays, we have a huge amount of leverage in the market. Nowadays, we have derivatives. We have margin that is freely given to people and vast amount of credits and people loaning, lending out their Bitcoin to others so that they can then buy more Bitcoin. It's a very levered market this time around versus any other time around. Back in the old days, you could just buy Bitcoin. Nowadays, you can do, there's futures contracts. There's all sorts of stuff you can do. So does that mean that it is never going to drop down 80% again? No, on one way you could argue that the risk of it dropping down 80% with all that leverage in the market is actually greater than ever. And so 
Do not be surprised if Bitcoin drops 80% or more in the next 12 months. I think it's a distinct possibility. In fact, I almost am sure that it will. This is not financial advice. This is just my personal opinion for just entertainment and educational purposes only. But my opinion is that Bitcoin will go up to probably somewhere between eighty to $100,000 in 2021. It might actually go up to $120,000. It would not be surprised me. And even a slimmer possibility I'd get up to $150,000. But I think most likely hit in that range between eighty dollars to $100,000. And then it will drop over 80%. And I think we're going to see at some point, maybe it's going to happen in early 2022, Bitcoin prices of less than $40,000, less than potentially even $30,000. I don't think it's going to drop below $20,000 ever again, but technically it's possible if it's a 90% drop, it would, but I don't think it's going to drop that far. What I do think is it quite possible that it will drop below $30,000 in 2022. And I think a lot of people don't think about that when they're looking at how it's following the stock to flow price so nicely and they're thinking, oh, well, it's kept up nicely and therefore, Francis, you're wrong. And all I say, this is a long race and don't declare victory, hold the champagne bottle and wait and see if we can do well through a bear market. I don't believe that there's going to be a super cycle. I believe that ultimately Bitcoin's price is going to get ahead of itself. The market is going to get overly exuberant because that's what markets do. All markets do this. The price of wheat, or the price of petroleum, the price of stocks, the price of bonds, the price of housing, everything eventually overextends itself at some point in its market. And that's when emotion and enthusiasm for the asset and this belief that it will keep going on forever Eventually, people see some chinks in the armor, and then suddenly bad news hits, unexpected bad news. For example, a Bitcoin tax could come out of nowhere because Joe Biden decides we want to save the environment and we need to tax Bitcoin and tax its energy consumption. And nobody sees it coming. And all of a sudden, other countries follow suit and do similar measures. And as a result, you see the Bitcoin price just go boom and boom. And then maybe another piece of bad news comes in, boom again. And who knows? And eventually it just is bad news after bad news after bad news. So far, we've been getting for the last 12 months, the exact opposite. Just good news, good news, good news, mass adoption, Tesla, big investments, uh, all sorts of corporations, a potential ETF is, is coming out this year, potentially. All these are fantastic news. Well, when everything is good, just realize that things go in cycles and eventually the bad news will come and that we have a super high leverage in this market and that could tank the price of Bitcoin. I certainly don't hope that will happen, but I will definitely be surprised if it does not happen. Next year, in May 11th, 2022, I will give you another update and we'll see how we're doing. But I think the mood next year will be far more sober than this year. Let's hope I'm wrong. I stand to benefit greatly if I'm wrong. But 
I'm giving you this message because I think it's important to be realistic and also to critique the stock to flow model carefully and intelligently and not buy into it. I encourage you to go up here, watch the original video to see the eight reasons and the eight serious flaws with the stock to flow model and share that video, share this video so that we stay humble. Stay humble, Bitcoiners. Yes, things are going really well now. Great. I love it. But that may not always be the case. And in fact, we're going to be eating humble pie probably next year and maybe even by the end of this year. I hope not. And with that, go Bitcoin. And that concludes this episode of the Wander Learn podcast, where we explore travel, technology, and transformation. If you'd like to see the show notes with links to what we talked about, or if you'd like to comment on the show, or if you'd like to ask me a question, then go to wanderlearn.com and click on this episode. If you'd like to connect with me, just remember FTAPON. That's my first initial and my last name. FTAPON is the username I use on all social media. You can also get to my website by going to ftapon.com. And here's one last reason to remember FTAPON. If you like what I do and would like to get rewarded for supporting my projects, then go to patreon.com slash ftapon. That's where you can pick up some remarkable rewards for as little as $2 a month. And now for five quick favors. Number one, subscribe to the Wander Learn podcast. Two, download it. Three, share it. Four, review it somewhere. And five, sign up for my newsletter at wanderlearn.com. Our theme music was composed by Eric Stratman. This is Francis Tapon encouraging you to wander and learn.